What is up, my friends, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions podcast. This is episode 103, and in this one, this is a freaking blast. This is probably the most we've laughed in an episode. Am I wrong? Nope, not wrong. So not only are we going to be talking Vegas news updates, but we're going to mention some stuff happening here in California, which we found pretty interesting when we saw it. We're also going to be chatting F1 and bringing on some friends of the show that are listeners and viewers of the podcast, but I've hung out with these folks multiple times in Vegas, and man, the stories they have will make you laugh your ass off. My grandfather's already passed on. She's got these friends that she goes to Vegas with twice a year. The trip's booked like six months out. They're ready. They know when they're going and all that. They've got their bags packed. One of her friend's brothers dies, and they're like, oh, well, we want to have the funeral on this date. Well, that happened to be right in the middle of their Vegas trip. <laughs> My grandma's friend goes, well, you can put them on ice. He ain't going anywhere. We got a trip plan. We got to go to Vegas. I'm your host, Jay. And I'm Kelly. All right, let's do it. Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridger, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about asking. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned oh, over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Okay, I'm Nicky Fermi. You're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Big shout out to Jeff from the Jeff Does Vegas Podcast, who just had me on. Super fun chat. And that dude, super passionate about his podcast. His podcast is an enjoyable listen, and I definitely want to mention this one, because not only did we chat Vegas, but you get to learn about people going out of their comfort zone and some of the stuff they don't do typically at home. So having the chance to chat with him was a freaking blast. Yeah, as soon as uh, he posted the, uh, as soon as he posted his podcast, I took a listen to it, and it was a really, really good podcast to listen to. I think everybody would enjoy it. So give him a listen. It's crazy because we covered so many different topics, places, things to do. I mean, you right. name it, it was all over the place. Really fun <laughs> chat. I love that. And not forget to mention a huge shout out to all of our Patreon members and supporters who support this podcast and kick over a few dollars our way in meanings of supporting the podcast and everything we do here. We love you guys. Eric Rosenthal. David Sowell. Renee Hale. Taylor Jew. Neil Macedo. Rodney Kelly. Atlantic City J. Bobby G. Michael Traeger from the Zortcast podcast. Scott Jarvis. Mike Cunningham. Travis Atherton. The Crybaby Vegas. Scott and Lisa. Our good friend and buddy of the show, Saul. A Chef Demoni podcast, and that is... Graham. Graham. And Jaina Girard from Over the Pond. Again, your support is appreciated so much here, guys. And if you guys would like your name shouted out on the podcast and even get your name displayed in the video credits on all of our YouTube videos, definitely consider checking out our Patreon. So the first one I wanted to chat with you about is the Formula One racing packages that have been announced. They're starting at 500 bucks for the three-day event. So it includes the launch party that they're having and the races that they're having in different viewing sections and drink packages and stuff. It's all included. So I wanted to ask you, is this something that interests you? Because this is something we talked about on the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. And I thought it was an interesting topic as he's a huge F1 fan. And I really think it comes down to 
if you're an F1 fan. Yes. Um, and I would be interested because, you know, obviously, like, it's not necessarily that Julian and I aren't F1 fans, but it's not something that we've partaken yeah. in, uh, you know, the events. And I would be interesting to see, it would be interesting to see the comparisons of other places that F1 are held and what those ticket prices are. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if it's Vegas, so prices are inflated or if that's kind of like around what F1 F1 tickets go for I'm sure anywhere you're at. Because it's a spectacle. Everything's lifted all around the world. I'm sure just Vegas just naturally has the ability to just enhance everything all around the right. world. Food cost, everything just overall that So say you're talking about the NHL mm-hmm. and Vegas obviously has the Golden Knights. Are Vegas Golden Knight tickets comparable to say St. Louis Blues? tickets it would I, that would be my same curiosity as f1 if it's held somewhere else back east are those tickets comparable to what it is in vegas and it's a good point because we know it's gonna be you know a big thing and there's gonna be a lot of people that flock to it and just want to be a part of it to be able to say they were a part of it right but because it w- it's an inaugural event for vegas mm-hmm. and they, they're gonna have it multiple years they've already well yeah they're gonna have it multiple years it's really interesting because now they've added cycling and this event hasn't even happened yet i think the bigger thing is like graham said there's all these different packages and stuff he gets to see and viewing and camera angles and stuff which i didn't even know was a thing right right so that's cool in itself but yeah if you're a big fan and you're into this and it just brings up the really interesting topic that we mention all the time here on the podcast is when people go to Vegas, money's not an object. Some, right. You know, some people don't care about cost or saving right. or saving a few bucks. And especially when it's events like these, you are going to spoil yourself mm-hmm. in the pleasure 100%. of those activities. People who go to the Adele concerts, they're spending $800,000 on their ticket. They are not being price conscientious. Yeah. They know they're going to have a it's good a time. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah. money really is not an issue. They're not looking for the coupon or how to save right. or where do I get the cheapest ticket at the last yeah. second. They really want to. And from what I understand, there's going to be a lot of people from out of country coming mm-hmm. in like it's 100%. really big right. out Everywhere of the united else. states yes europe yeah and people are already booking now and it's not until next november so you're yeah. talking 13 months away yeah Again, and they're really excited and yeah yeah they're ready for it and and you mentioned you know the adele thing and it's really interesting because it segues perfectly into our next topic which you talked about adele the we were young festival got Adele this weekend. <laughs> yes. And that is just crazy. So crazy wins, right? Is that what they Cra- say? Crazy wins in this yeah. instance because Vegas and the performers that were performing at the We Were Young or were scheduled to perform, those acts and Vegas both were awesome. What? I mean, it says something totally different. Now, if you guys don't already know, it got canceled because of high winds and stuff. So they rescheduled it to the following weekend. And at first we were like, fuck, that's going to suck. Imagine if you're there and it cancels because right. it canceled last minute. It was it was on, day of. Yeah, it was yeah, day of because the winds were last so high. Minute. So those people didn't get a down. They got their money back, which was great. Right. They automatically got their ticket back. But for people that came in from other areas and flew to in, they're, they're yeah. not going to fly back. The so that kind of sucks. Yes. But. Yes. That's where it gets cool. Vegas did awesome, and the acts that were scheduled to perform, even more awesome. So, so what happened? So these guys went into, literally, Soul Valley, the Plaza. Sand Dollar at Plaza. They went to the double South down. Point. They went to Double Down Saloon. They were all over. I even heard uh, a couple other dive bars. like House of Blues, remember House you said? House of Blues was mentioned. The Hard Hat Lounge was mentioned. I mean, just so many different places. These performers 
well-known performers took their bands and went and set up shop at all and these places. Small, yes, small venues. Yeah, but they went and performed for whoever would show up. They had Google Free Docs concerts, saying, yeah. "Hey, this band's gonna be here. This band's yeah. gonna be here." They had people. They like the one show at. They talked about the one show at Plaza was yeah. a 9 p.m. show, mm-hmm. and they said it. Two o'clock, people oh, were lined up. That oh, that was yeah, at Soul yeah, Belly. Yeah, Soul Belly. So yeah. at Soul Belly, this band, um, All American Rejects, was scheduled at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Right. People were lined up d- around the block by two o'clock. By seven o'clock, people they were telling people in line, "Don't get in line anymore. We are max capacity." Yeah. Like that's awesome. That's and that awesome. happened at Plaza. It happened at Double Down. Yeah. It happened at House Blues. Yeah. It that's, happened all over town, and that's one thing that. Vegas brings and we've mentioned it all the time like you know one it's cool that the acts did that and overwhelmed these places right because it does something for them too but to show the support and love that these acts have and like still want to go and perform they could do anything they want that night right right? they have a free night essentially but they still wanted to give back and still go perform they were there for that reason so they still found it within themselves to go do it right and it says something yeah and they they registered how important it was that the event had been sold out for months yes everybody was super excited so many people had flocked to vegas just to see all these bands and that's you know Hats off to those acts for going out and doing the extra mile for their fans. That's awesome. It's super cool. And I mean, we say it all the time, guys, like you never know what you're going to see or what you're going to, who you're going to run into in Vegas, right? And and I mean, we do, we say it all the time. Like you never know what to expect, who you're going to see, who you're going to run into. And I mean, it just segues into a couple other stories. So I ended up meeting Buddy V who was doing like a live meet and greet for his, his new restaurant and stuff. Right. So he was there while I was there working in town. I went over, said hi, told him about the podcast and stuff, told him I'd love to get him on. He was interested. Super nice, right? <laughs> well, and it was interesting because he was really interested in coming on. He told his social media person, hey, get a hold of this guy, right? But this is where it took a little bit of a turn. So I decided as I was working there at the link, I was visiting the whole property, you know, checking it all out. I found these two pizza vending machines that are brand spanking new by Buddy V. So I'm like, of course, I'm always interested when I see these. Now, this story is going to align with why he might not be coming on the podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) So as mentioned, I'm working on the property of the link and I'm walking around. I see these new vending machines. I'm always intrigued by vending machine food. I always watch videos on it on YouTube, right? I'm like, who the hell does this? Well, you did. I fall in this category. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this out. So a couple of days later, I go back, I try out the pizza and you know, my whole review and stuff is on now on YouTube and stuff. But recently I posted about it and Hey, you know, if you want to check out this video, I tried this vending machine pizza. I saw a like by buddy V right. And then about 30 minutes later, there was no like there by Buddy V. So I'm sure he watched the video and was like, fuck this guy, because it was more of an honest review. We are called Vegas Confessions. We are not called the Vegas Kiss Ass Podcast. Like, we're not here to do that. So it wasn't the greatest. And you were just being honest. You weren't being a hater. No, I wasn't hating. You know, it was just being honest, saying it. you didn't hate it. It wasn't God awful. It was more of a, 
2 or 3 a.m. if I'm drunk pizza, it's going to be satisfying. There's so many options for quality pizza in Vegas. It would be hard to say that a vending machine pizza was hey top notch. Right. And again, I'm eating pizza every freaking day while I'm out there, right? right. I'm tasting Pizza Rock. I'm tasting Papa. I'm tasting all these evil pies, good pies, legit places. Right. This was nothing close. And it's a vending machine. I get it. But I wanted to see how good it was. It even claimed on the machine some about the crispiest crust you'll ever find in a vending machine. Well, it's like the only pizza I've well, ever found in say, a vending yeah. machine. So, I mean, I had to try it. So, so. Buddy V, we're not hating. I'm sure your yeah, restaurants yeah. are awesome. Yeah. But it was an honest review of a, you know, I mean, how, what kind of quality can you really get, I mean, out of a vending machine? Yeah, yeah. It was 10 bucks a slice. You guys definitely check out the video. There's, the whole video is up there. You let me know if I was mean or not. I doubt it. I, I don't see it. But He's never well, mean. But, well... It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so every night while on Fremont Street, I usually take a lap all the way from Plaza up to El Cortez or Container Park, turn back around. But usually my lap consists that I'll walk through El Cortez and turn back around, right? So one night I walk through El Cortez and as I'm passing through, I noticed a guy from Hardcore Pond. His name is Seth Gold. He's the son of Les Gold, who's the father, right, obviously. but And so they had this show that's been on TV for the longest time. And so when I walked through, I saw him, and I'm like, holy shit. So I kept, I went to the restroom. I came back. And I'm like, that's not him. And he had facial hair, right? And so I'm like, that's not him. <laughs> I walked back out, and he was kind of slouched over, texting on his phone, leaning on a backpack, right? And so he was just kind of sitting there. And he wasn't looking at me, but when I walked back, I looked over at him, and sure enough, it was the guy from American Hardcore Pond from Detroit, the Pond Star show that I had watched for so long. Right. I, I seen his face, and I'm like, <laughs> that's the guy. I know it's the guy. And sure enough, just sitting there on the chair, you know, and I didn't bother him because he looked like he was in the middle of messaging and stuff, but I didn't want to go up. But it goes back full circle to what we say all the time. You never know what you're going to you run, run into. You run into so many people. There's so much you unexpected things happening. I mean, yeah, but you're right. I've ran into family members friends from high school that have been dating since high school you know and they're like jay we've been together this amount of years and i'm like don't say that that makes it sound so long ago you know but just so many friends there was the granny fest meetup there was the rocktober meetup 250 people set up at these events babe like just so many friends youtube channels i mean just genuine viewers of the channels and list podcast listeners it was fucking awesome yeah it was awesome um, but I can't say enough good things about the people that, you know, you meet in town and the conversations. And so, yeah, it definitely segues way into, you know, our whole interview we got coming up. But let's talk about something we found interesting. Well, let's talk a little bit about something I found interesting while checking out YouTube this week is this whole California Prop 26 and Prop 27. 26 is for sports betting and horse racing, plus more table games like craps and roulettes to come to California, which if you don't know, California doesn't have these versions. That's why we go to Vegas, right? <laughs> so, but the other one that I found interesting is we watched this video, Cal, and it was one of the casino guys, in, you know, and he was one of the managers, one of right? One Indian, Indian, Indian casinos. casinos yes. Right. And so that's how a lot of these casinos are ran out here. They're Indian-based casinos. You know, you'll have some hairs and stuff like that out here, but a lot of them are Indian ran. I think they're all Indian ran. Even the Harris one is Indian ran because it's on Indian land. They're just managed by Harris. But here's probably the more interesting part of the story. Now, the casinos are all about passing Prop 26, right? They're like, yes, let's pass this Prop 26. We'd love to bring more table games in, sports betting, horse racing to our casinos here in California because they feel like they're missing that market that Vegas has, right? Well, 
And that was the guy's big old spiel in this interview. Remember, he's like, yes, we want to get all these games in our casinos that we feel like we're missing out on this opportunity. People love these games here locally like we need them here. Right. But at the same time, they're really wanting us to vote no on 27. Now, this one is where it makes it more interesting because it's like contradicting everything he says. Now, 27 is all the mobile sports betting like DraftKings being approved because it would basically hurt their pocket and market. So I found it very interesting. He's like, yes, we want 26, but no on 27. He said 27 would be devastating yes. to, to the casinos. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, it's not going to do anything because you didn't have it to start out with. These like, guys make so much money. Oh, they're... And it had, doesn't have to be reported. The casinos are making like a million dollars a day. A day. But yeah. they're mad that possibly somebody other than them could be allowed in California yeah. to, to take on sports betting. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like, and, and it's on. funny because there's this feud that's been said about, you know, Vegas doesn't want California and other markets to have these games and stuff, but other places have it already. And right. so they're saying, oh, well, they don't want California to have it because Californians will drive straight there to Vegas to keep getting those bets and, you know, those types of gaming. They bring it to California. They have no reason to go no more. No. So that's why they're saying that Vegas doesn't want it. But now it's totally opposite where the casinos are like, no, don't bring mobile sports betting. To the, yeah. No, the no, Indian don't casinos bring that to don't want a yes. yes. But why can't you be yes on 26 and yes on 27? You make your own choice. Yeah. I mean, then everybody you know I mean? would be happy. Right. And like, truly gamblers are gamblers. They're still going to want to go to Vegas away. because Vegas has yeah. everything, yeah. They're gonna find including their way. the shows and activities yeah. and events. That's why they have it all in Vegas. People yeah. love Vegas. hundred percent. It's called sharing in the wealth, everybody. Share in the wealth. Let everybody have their peace. All right. So let's talk a little bit about going back to meeting really cool people, right? So we've met some really cool people this last trip. But this couple I've hung out with twice now, right, on a couple different occasions. And they are so much fun. But the stories they have will make you laugh their ass off. Babe, how much fun did we have with them? Oh, we had a great. It was a like a two-hour Zoom chat with them and time just flew by and we laughed uncontrollably most of the time what was great is we had about five stories i wanted to cover on the podcast they delivered probably 15 right like they were really good they love the podcast and they're just our kind of people yeah so it made it that much more fun so guys enjoy this chat we had with pat and rose from texas good friends and man you guys better not be driving because you will crash this shit's funny <laughs> This is a special part of the episode where I'm bringing in some friends who I've met up with Vegas a couple times now. I've come back talking to Kelly about them a few times on different occasions. And after this trip, babe, I was just in town for what, just three and a half weeks. Yep. And man, the people I hung out with, but these ones were a freaking blast. We hung out, what, two nights in a row, guys? Yeah. Yeah, two nights in a row. Yeah, two, two, or three. two or three, yeah. Three, yeah. See, it, it, it's so hard. It all just It's a little blurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially hanging out with you guys. I mean, Jesus, this drinks at Sand Dollar, no joke. Yeah, yeah, no. But this is awesome. Guys, I gotta introduce to you Pat and Rose. Not only listeners and viewers of the podcast and everything we do here, but just super down to earth people who have these relatable stories, who get, you know, the whole Vegas thing, they like to gamble. They're just our everyday cup of tea kind of people that we love to hang out with. And Kelly, you haven't been able to hang out with them as much, but they 
are so much fun. Oh, I know. Just because when you came back, you had so many stories. Like, I had so much fun. And of course, I talked to him every night. He's like, I hang out with Pat and Rose, and we did this, and we did this. And, oh, my gosh. Their stories are so hilarious. I got to have them on the podcast. We're As soon as I get home, yeah, we're, that's we're the first it. ones we're having. You yeah. know, he went on and on. It was hilarious. Well, and it's so hard because, like, we wanted to do it last year, and there's so much stuff that comes up in between. But, right. guys, we have to jump into some of these stories. So, <laughs> the first one being... How did you guys meet? Let's start off with that. How did you guys meet in the beginning and what got you guys into gambling? Because the listeners that have been listening to this show for a while, they know I didn't get into gambling until I met Kelly. So I'd love to know the background on you guys as well. <laughs> well, it, it, as far as starting gambling, it's it's pretty similar, but we'll start with how we met. So I'm a firefighter paramedic by trait. And when I got started, when I was still in the Navy, I volunteered with the rescue squad in Virginia Beach where I was living at the time, so I was stationed there. Well, she was already part of the rescue squad, so we'd kind of known each other in passing from that. And then when I got out of the Navy, I got a job with the private ambulance company, and she also worked there. Yeah, so he was my trainee. He became hot for teacher, you know, so. (laughs) It was all 30 minutes. It was like, hey, you're my trainee. They're like, hey, we don't have enough people. So, all right, you're good. (laughs) Whatever, that's all all it took, really. (laughs) So we we knew each other for quite a while. It was probably about three or four years. Mm -hmm. And then I moved out of the area with the ambulance company to a different part of Virginia got hired by a fire department back in the Virginia Beach area in Norfolk. And so I was coming back and I moved back shortly before New Year's Eve uh, 2008, you know, January 2009 was when I was supposed to start. Well, there was a New Year's Eve party at our old rescue squad and a bunch of people I knew and she knew were like, oh, hey, we're having this party. You should stop by here in town and everything. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. So I stopped by and she was there and hit it off pretty good. He gets me this like incredible kiss that night. And, you know, that was like our first time running into each other for several years. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. And then he doesn't call me for three days. Oh, I would no. like to point out, this is the first time in my entire dating life that I ever used the three-day rule. Because up until that point, obviously, <laughs> every other relationship didn't work out. Yeah. The three-day rule is after you meet somebody, get their number or whatever, you wait three days to call them so you don't look too desperate. She's telling me how terrible of an idea this was. Bear mind that's the sound of my wedding ring knocking on the desk <laughs> i did it once it's one for one it's a hundred percent that's pretty good return on investment if you ask me that's awesome are you were the exception to the rule exactly so you know it worked for me it's it, it's the rule and as far as i'm concerned i never have to try it again so. that's awesome <laughs> so yeah he, he calls me and we end up going on our first date and that was awkward. It was the worst first date ever. It was terrible. Oh, no. Please elaborate. This story. Oh, no. So when you date somebody that you've already known for several years, you're sitting across the table at a restaurant from each other being like, so New Year's was fun. What you been up to? Where are you from? You know, it's, it's really awkward because you've already had half these conversations, you know, all the stuff you get out of the way during the first yeah. date. Yeah, and so, so we're staring at each other very awkwardly, yeah. and he's like, you want a beer? I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tall, tall beers. Yeah. <laughs> the icebreaker. Yeah. So a little backstory. I hadn't started my job yet. I've been out of work for a couple of weeks, getting moved, all this stuff. So I have almost no money. Mm-hmm. Me being the thrifty person that I am, brought a coupon for the restaurant. <laughs> and I was prepared to pay full price, bear in mind. 
However, we get to the end of the meal. I was like, well, time to test the waters here. I'm like, so uh, as I pull the check away, I'm like, how do you feel about coupons? I was like, I mean, they're fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Got the coupon, threw it in there, right? I'm like, oh, this is going to work. <laughs> That's <laughs> Match awesome. Match made in heaven. <laughs> I'll tell you, that takes some balls to pull that out on the first date. <laughs> hey, being broke's a great motivator. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we set the ground rules right now. <laughs> and if she agreed to a second date after knowing you're broke and use coupons, then you know you're home free. Right. That's a win-win, yeah. You yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> so as far as gambling goes... Uh, my grandma got me started and uh, it's my mom's mom and she and my grandfather would go to Vegas religiously twice a year. That was their thing. That was they saved up for it. They'd go always stay at the El Cortez. My family's originally from Omaha and that's where grandma grew up. Well, that was the same place that Jackie Gone was from. Well, so my grandma knew Jackie Gone from the old neighborhood, that sort of thing. So when she would go to Vegas, Jackie would send his limo to pick them up at the El Cortez on Saturday night, take them to church, wait for them while they were at church, and then take them back to El Cortez to have dinner at the steakhouse. Oh, of course, he took care of everything because the Gons have always been real big on taking care of people from Omaha. Uh, my parents went to the same college that Jackie went to. I went to the same high school Jackie went to. So there's this big Jackie Gone connection with Omaha yeah. and everything. And so they always love Vegas and stayed at El Cortez. I have an old El Cortez swizzle stick from when they still had those in the drinks from yeah. knows when that my grandma brought back as a souvenir and handed out to the grandkids. So That's we all knew grandma yeah. liked her bingo. She loved her video poker and gambling. I turned 21 and there are casinos in Iowa now, which is right across the river from Omaha. So after I got back from it, I was on a deployment when I actually turned 21. So after I got back from deployment, she takes me out to the boats to go gamble legally for the first time. And not that I gambled illegally before that. <laughs> the rite of passage, you gotta, you gotta come gamble with me. All right, cool. Play some nickel slots. I put a $20 bill at down at blackjack and just lost it right away had no idea what i was doing a typical thing this is where grandma teaches me about points and players club cards she's like you got to play with the card and she had multiple cards with her name so i could put one in my machine she could put one in hers and rack her points up and she's like then we're going to go eat and we're going to eat on the points so this is where i first learned about players club and comps and all that Fast forward to Rose and I are engaged and I bring her to Omaha to meet the family. And I'm like, hey, we got to take my grandma to the casino because by this point, I think my parents and I figured out she was 96 at this point. So all the friends that she used to go to Vegas with are passed on. She doesn't move around like she used to. So the only time she really gets to go to Vegas or she doesn't really get to go to Vegas anymore, but as one of the grandkids or one of the, you know, kids take her to the boats in Iowa to go gamble. So I take Rose and we take her to the boats and we've been, Rose and I have been going to Atlantic City a few times already before this. So we already gambled a little bit. Well, my grandma introduces Rose to video poker, created an absolute monster. So she gave her 20 bucks, she wins, she learns how to play video poker. Grandma can't see anything at this point. So Rose is reading out the car. Grandma's telling her what to hold and everything. It just created a total monster. Yeah, anyway, so grandma's got all the points, of course. So we're going to go eat at the buffet for free again. You know, grandma never passed up a free meal. So we go <laughs> to the buffet and we're at the end. And grandma's like, oh, let's go get some desserts. Take me over to the dessert table. And I'm telling her what's there. You know, some cookies. Okay. Oh, grab those cookies. So I grab these cookies. She's like, yeah, like three or four. All right. You know, 
old 90 pound lady what she really need. we get back to the table grandma whips out one of the napkins wraps up the cookies just they won't mind puts them in her purse <laughs> that whole depression area we're not going to waste food thing. anyway rose is there and goes that's a great idea so she wraps up a couple cookies in her purse i don't think you realize how good these m i'm not judging you i mean guys you guys are listening right. but we can see each other i'm not judging them right now no no i would have done, done the same thing yeah. right i mean i'm not gonna say it doesn't happen anymore you know but yeah you know, grandma knew what she was doing smart lady you know one more thing on grandma this is one of my family's favorite stories so my grandfather's already passed on. She's got these friends that she goes to Vegas with twice a year. The trip's booked like six months out. They're ready. They know when they're going and all that. They've got their bags packed. One of her friend's brothers dies. And they're like, oh, well, we want to have the funeral on this date. Well, that happened to be right in the middle of their Vegas trip. <laughs> and my grandma's friend goes, well, you can put him on ice. He ain't going anywhere. We got a trip plan. We got to go to Vegas. <laughs> So they, they put him on ice and have the funeral when they get home. They're like, he's no. dead. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Guys, I never even heard this story. This is what I mean. Like, just my parents remind me when I talk to them. They're like, you got to tell them to put him on ice story. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> my cheeks hurt from laughing right now. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, oh, that you can't funny. make that up. Oh, no. my God. And Rose, that was your introduction as well, or you had gambled before? No. So we went, what, um, that was my introduction to video poker. Okay, okay. I didn't gamble until him, though, and he started yeah. taking me to Atlantic City. Uh-huh. It was That was my first time to Atlantic City, too, so we were watching Hell's Kitchen. Okay, yeah. And they're talking about that whoever was going to win at the time got a restaurant at Borgata in Atlantic City. And I'm like... I kind of like gambling. Atlantic City's only like five hours away from here. I was like, hey, how would you feel about going to Atlantic City? You know, take a trip out there for a couple days, gamble a little bit. You know, I don't know how you feel about gambling or whatever. I say I've never been and I don't have any money. So he's like, I'll give you money. Right. Yeah. I was, you know, I was working now. So, you know, I actually had money. Right. I wasn't broke anymore. There's no coupons. That's a gentleman. That is the only time, however, that I've ever paid for a hotel room in a casino. That was the first and last time. Right. Yeah, so he got me started on gambling, and when we were dating, he's like, I'll give you money, because, you know, I was in school, so I'm like, I'm broke. That kind of rolls reverse now, so um, he'd give me money, I'd win, and he'd let me keep all the winnings. I was like, this is great, I love this. Yeah, we get married, he's like, I'm going to need that money back. Don't let her fool you, it's not like the money doesn't go back into a joint account, you know, it's not like I'm ferreting it away for a rainy day. It's still our money. <laughs> okay, yeah, another great one. That's when you guys, moving, right? Yes, you guys are moving to Texas. This is my favorite one. I love this. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. So I we decided we're going to move to Texas. Cost of living's better. You know, less crime, all that. Everything's good. All right, we're going to move to Texas. I get a job out here. I start like late September. No, it's early early September or something like that. Yeah. And she stayed behind to finish selling our house in Virginia Beach. So I drive down and I go, you know, down 95 across I-10, which takes you right past Biloxi, New Orleans, casino as far as the eye can see. And I'm like, no, I don't have a job right now. You know, I got to save money. Again, I'm broke again because, you know, no job and ready to start one. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to stop at a casino, drive straight through to Texas. We're just, I'm staying with some friends of ours. 
I start working. We finally get our house sold and she comes down and I'm like, Hey, before you come down, I totally forgot before I left, I had a bank account at the credit union for the fire department in Virginia that I used to like, I'd put our casino money in it. Basically it was kind of where I would save the money to the side for Christmas or trips or whatever. And there was like 80 bucks in the account. So I'm like, Hey, stop by, empty the account out for me. You've got power of attorney from the sale of the house. So you can, you know, empty the account for me. So she actually cashed out, bring me the money. You know, I haven't gotten a paycheck yet. So she drives down and gets her cousin to drive with her, you know, cause it's a long drive. She's got the dog. She's got her PT cruisers packed so full of our stuff. I mean, we had a pod, but there's still, you know, things you need to live with. So she's got yeah. you know, the bag on top of the roof. She's got stuff in the back. The dog's got this little, you know, carve out in the back where it lays. So they decide that the halfway point was, or the stopping point was Shreveport. Was Shreveport. I mean, it's only logical at that point between Virginia Beach and where we live in Texas. Yeah, it's perfectly logical. <laughs> we had a free room. It was a free room. I mean, so needless to say, my cousin and I had a lot of fun in Shreveport. Yeah. So much so that I don't remember where we played. I know we played at Horseshoe and I'm not sure where else, um, but it was a lot of fun. It was great. So the next day. So she shows up to Texas and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in a month. I love you. Da, 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 da. We get our, our hellos and everything. And it's so good to see you. I'm like, hey, where's my money? Because I'm broke. And I need that money. She's like, oh, it's recirculating. I was like, where? Well, we stopped at Shreveport. I was like, you spent my, my savings in Shreveport? And I wasn't that surprised, but I was. Yeah. So. He's like, I, I didn't stop at all. And I'm like, well, we had a free hotel room. I mean, you know, we had to yeah. stay there. Passed up every casino on the Gulf Coast. She's like, we're going to stay at one. We're going to gamble. She recirculated for you. That was so nice of her. It was, yeah. That way we could donate to the Louisiana tax base. I, I know they need our help. I've seen the roads. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking classic. Oh, God. This is why I love them. They just, they're so funny. And that's what I told them when I first heard this story. I'm like, guys, only people that are like us and get it and get the gambling and get the casino lifestyle and enjoy it understand this kind of a story and wouldn't get upset about it. And this is was the whole first thing I got from you guys is you guys just non-stop laughing and even when you guys are saying the story as i said guys while you're listening to this we can see each other while he's telling the story i pointed at rose to kelly on the camera because she's just sitting there with this grin the whole time like yeah this is a, yeah this happened like it's so classic it's so classic i love it you can't make this stuff up i mean it's, you know when it happens you're like oh what the hell and then you're like well that's pretty funny and you're like right you know it's, it's crazy how it all evolves <laughs> you realize this stuff is so outlandish so I, i've got one more about atlantic city and that is i decided okay. the time was right to propose okay now this is i'm still fairly new to gambling i mean i know how to do slots and i know how to put some chips on the roulette table that's about it right not really a whole lot so right we, we've been i don't know let's say 10 times okay since okay. we started dating to this point now and we're, we're just started learning how to play craps so we're, we're kind of expanding our, our gambling repertoire. We yeah. move from yeah. slots and roulettes to, all right, now some blackjack and a little bit of craps here. And I'm starting to figure out what's got better value and worse value. And it's to the point where I don't really play slot machines anymore. I'm all about the tables and because there's, you know, I can, I can win yeah. and all this stuff. So I decided, yeah, I'm going to propose her. So I was like, hey, we're, we're going to go to 
water club, which is connected to Borgata. It's like their nicer tower. And I was able to, I said, we're going to go, you know, it's, it's Labor Day weekend. I know it was in September. I think yes. that's Labor Day. Yeah. Yes. So we go Labor Day weekend and I'm like, hey, we're going to have fancy dinner at Bobby Flay's. And it's it's going to be great. So you got to dress up. You got to got to bring something fancy to wear because it's not just, you know, we're not just getting the, the easy eats this time. Yeah. So she has this really nice dress. She packs it up in the hanging bag. I've got my really nice like suit pants, button down shirt, tie the whole bit packed in the suit bag. We drive our way up to Atlantic City, having a good time. We get there, we check in. Oh my God, the room is amazing. There's robes and amazing, you know, oh, with the view and everything. We start unpacking. She's like, hey, where's the hanging bag? I was like, the what? <laughs> Just that, that, the hanging bag with, with my dress. Where's my dress? I was like, um, Virginia Beach. His suit, my, my dress, suit, her shoes, dress, yeah. everything. Oh, I've no. Virginia. oh yes. So I'm like, all right, well, uh, we got this fancy dinner booked. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go to the outlets. We gotta find something, something to wear. So we go to the Atlantic City outlets. I gotta go to the Brooks Brothers outlet and get a pair of pants and a button-down shirt. She goes to the dress outlet, whatever what it was, because it's a really nice dress and everything. I'm like, cool. So before dinner, we were we went to Trump Plaza and we're playing craps and had a massive heater. I mean, we're just crushing it, hitting numbers, hitting points, the whole thing. We cleaned up there. I'm like, all right, well, we've got to go. We've got this dinner reservation. So we go back to Atlantic City or back to Borgata Change and we go have our dinner, this nice dinner, real great. I had planned ahead of time to have a bottle of champagne in the room after dinner. That's when I was going to pop the question. So we come back up from dinner and there's this bottle of champagne in the room, rose petals, the whole bit. And she's like, wow, they must really take care of their high rollers. <laughs> At a completely different casino. I'm like, they must talk to each other to know when we win. <laughs> Well, I'm nervous as shit, and I'm like, well, uh, I got the ring hit stuffed away somewhere, and now, you know, the champagne's there. I was like, hey, you should go get us some ice. Maybe, you know, we can figure out why they sent this bottle of champagne. <laughs> I had no idea that they don't do that. Like, I thought, you know, all the casinos talk. They knew we hit it big. Right. Look at us. We're hot rollers. Woo! We're giving us champagne. <laughs> I mean, I was on, like, cloud nine. I'm like, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I send her up to go get ice for the champagne. She comes back with the ice. I'm on the knee, ring out, everything, propose, and yeah, happily ever after. <laughs> it was just a comedy of errors for that whole trip. It was great. And Rose is still like, so the casino didn't send the champagne? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I had to break it to her. I was like, um, it's not the Trump. But, uh, but, yeah. but truly, on Rose's side, you see all these movies, especially the older movies, that they treat them like, you know, like you, all this stuff's all right, already in the room for you, these big basket of champagne. She's like, hell yeah, we made it. We're yeah. here. Yeah. We got that level. We are We're here. there. Yeah. yeah. On the way home. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Keep in mind at the time, we are a $5 craps player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This is a while ago. So. On the way home, he's like, hey, by the way, we're not high rollers. <laughs> we aren't there yet. Well, yeah, and the champagne wasn't supposed to be in the room already, so he just told me it was because we won big on the craft yeah. table, and I believe so, yeah, I, was like, oh, I, I guess I guess they just know about our heater. Oh, you know? my Watch gosh. Your device, I didn't have time to set it up yet. It's all Pat's fault. That's why. It's That's hilarious. That's a great story, though. That's a real man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I yeah, like that. That's awesome. So here's another good one. This one involved me. 
So Uh-oh. they came into town, right? So when they told me, hey, we're coming into town, Jay, we're going to be in town on these days. I was in town, like I said, three and a half weeks. And right. so I was getting messages from a lot of different people, right? And there was this Granny Fest meetup and Rocktober meetup that is all YouTubers, podcasts and stuff. Well, it's right. kind of just me podcast wise, but I just end <laughs> up there. But so it's but it was really neat. There was like 250 people in town for just those events. Plus, I mean, you know, I had all kinds of friends already in town. I had friends from high school I met up with a family member. I mean, just mm-hmm. crazy. So many friends. But these guys reached out to me. They're like, Jay, we're coming out. We're going to be out here this night. And I also had another friend reach out who also said he was going to be out here this night, right? So long story short, I was messaging another friend named Devin, who Devin and his wife were coming into town the same time these guys were. And Uh so Devin had messaged me and I thought I was messaging Pat and Rose. So Devin messages me while I'm on Fremont Street already about 11 p.m. He's like, hey, Jay, me and my wife just got into town. We're at the D right now, right? Oh, okay. And for, and by the way, to add to this story, <laughs> these guys were staying at the D. So it just really got me fucking confused, right? So I go down to McDonald's where he's like, hey, Jay, we're going to grab a quick bite. We just got off the plane. We're hungry. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to walk in. You guys stop smiling. You're not helping right now, okay? <laughs> so I, I walk into the McDonald's. And I'm looking for Pat and Rose. Now, mind you, I've met Pat and Rose one or two times before this. I've never met Devin. Devin knows of me from the YouTube channel, the podcast. He's been watching the videos, so he knows he's coming to town. He wants to meet me. I'm like, okay. And I'm always down to meet people. That's never, ever a hesitation. And I go in and I walk in and I'm looking for Pat and Rose. I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't see them anywhere. And I'm looking. And, of course, this guy Devin comes up to me. He's like, hey, Jay, how are you? I'm like, good, how are you doing? And he's like, good, good. He's like, me and my wife just got something to eat. And so he sat down, and I ordered, like, just a Coke and some French fries, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting still for Pat and Rose. And I'm standing up by the counter, and I'm still waiting, and nothing's, no, no I never see them walk in. And I turn around, and this guy, Devin, and his wife are just staring at me, like, what are you going to come sit down, asshole, right? And so I'm sitting there, and I'm now really, and he's like, hey, Jay, did you get your fries? I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm just, he's like, are you missing anything else? I'm like, no, no. And so then I'm realizing, I'm like, this is the guy who wanted to meet up with me, right? I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, so I go sit down and I still don't know the name, right? I still don't know his name. I just have his text, obviously. I go in not knowing who Devin is or what Devin looks like, but he has, we text back and forth. That's never, ever a problem. But I don't have him saved as Devin in my phone. So I walk in. I sit down with them and I'm like, oh shit, I'm here to meet this guy. I don't know what his name is. I don't have it saved in my phone, right? So he now jumps on the Vegas to Cali chat, who, which I'm always in at night. Right. We watch Vegas to Cali. It's a YouTube channel. There's always like 30, 40 of us in there at night. And we always just joke, right? Well, a lot of these people were at this meetup. He's in the chat and I realize he's on. he's in that chat. And I'm like, oh, this fucker's in the chat. I need to go see what his name is, right? <laughs> so... I pull up the stream and he types and he's like, I'm hanging here with McDonald's with Jay. This is awesome. Right. And I'm like, this is Devin. This is not Pat and fucking Rose. Right. And so then I like tell Devin the story. He gets the biggest kick out of this. Right. Like you guys, he's laughing his fucking ass off. Like, Jay, I was wondering why you were so hesitant to like sit down. And I was like, yeah, dude. I go, well, fuck. He goes, does it make you feel any better if you could just call me Pat? 
I'm like, oh fuck. So the rest, so the rest of the weekend, I kept calling him Pat. Right, he was there for a week. I call him Pat the whole time. Then one night we actually hang out and meet up with you guys. I knew I was gonna meet up with you guys at Sand Dollar, so I messaged Devin. I'm like, hey Devin, you should come hang out with us. We're gonna be at Sand Dollar having a few drinks. He's like, hell yeah, I'll be there. Right, mind you, everybody we hang out with, guys, you can be you can be witness to this because you guys said this probably five different times throughout the couple. Yeah, I mean, everybody we hang out with, you guys kept saying, everybody's just so down to earth, right? Sean, I mean, just... He's he's in my phone as the other Pat. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So you're the other Pat. (laughs) That is classic. And so we go to Sand Dollar. He's there already. Yeah. These guys walk in. And so these guys walk in and I'm like, hey, Devin, meet Rose, but... That's not the one you want to focus on. I want you to meet Pat. His <laughs> eyes opened up so big, like, oh, I'm you. Like, oh. So he gets up and introduces. It was like the meme with the three Spider-Mans pointing oh, at each other. It was other. so hilarious. I could not stop laughing. And then when I'm talking to him about it, the first thing he said when I told him, I'm like, dude, I thought you were somebody else. He's like, Jay, you meet lots of people. He's all, but that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You were looking for somebody else. So, yes, I definitely wanted to mention that one because that one included you guys. That's but a, hilarious. Another one I want to mention is you guys losing your host, but gaining a host because oh, of the wow. night we were hanging out at Circa, yes. right? So we'll set the setting. We're hanging out with Sean, yeah. right? And... Like we said, By down the way, to earth. Total, yes, he's, he's awesome too. Super down, yeah. yeah. Is he not? And we got. I know Julian probably told you we got introduced to him through Jonathan Johnson, yeah. who Jonathan came over Fourth of July and he's like, "Dude, you guys got to hang yeah. out with this guy. He's so cool." And then he was. We hung out yeah. with him and his girlfriend the whole night. And then Julian's met up with him a couple of times yeah. since then. Yeah. About just a down to earth, awesome. Yeah. And him and hang out with. him and Derek are like this, right? Oh, really? Him and okay. Derek Stevens. So we're hanging out in their little bubble, right? You feel all special. <laughs> around the securities and so we're awesome. hanging out you guys come over and hang out and you tell me about your host story what please fill us kelly in on this one. <laughs> uh-oh yeah yeah so we get a, we assigned a host from the d uh golden gate circuit all that it was and and she took care of us for multiple trips great host like super happy with her turns out palms opened up she had an opportunity over there. So she went to the Palms. I get this email from her like, Hey, I'm at the Palms now. Da, 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 you know, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I was like, I wonder who our new host is going to be. <laughs> and radio silence from the D and I'm like, Oh shit. And we got this trip coming up and I'm like, well, all right, well, I know she's there. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I follow Richard Wilk on Twitter. I was like, I bet I could DM him. He seems really approachable. He'd probably be able to iron this out for me. Let me know where to get started at least. So I, I DM him on Twitter and we have this real nice conversation. Super great guy. He's like, Hey, reach out to this guy. He's going to take care of you. He's taking care of Ann's old clients. I'm like, cool, man. So I reach out to the guy. He tells me to reach out to get everything booked. And he's like, Oh, I'm not your host, but I'll take care of this for you and everything. I'm like, cool. So he gets us all booked and everything. So we show up to the D uh, on our vacation for our anniversary and I'm checking in at VIP and all that because I don't want to wait in line. And I'm like, oh, is, is so-and-so working today? They're like, um, he retired. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, cool then. <laughs> well, 
Hope he enjoys his retirement. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> take my room keys now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so fast forward, I think it was like two days or something, and we finally meet up with, with Jay, and where he's like, oh, we're over at the circuit hanging out with Derek. Come on, have some drinks. I'm like, yeah, that sounds right my speed. So yeah. we go over there. Sure as hell, there's Richard Wilk with all these other high rollers and everything. I'm like, hey, Richard. He turns around like, who the hell are you? I'm like, oh, my name's Patrick. You know, I reached out to you on Twitter about the host. He's like, oh, yeah. Hey, man. You, you know, great conversation. How's everything working out for you? So-and-so take care of you? I'm like, uh, he retired. Yeah. He's like, shit. <laughs> I work here and I don't even know that. <laughs> like, man, I don't know what to tell you. He's like, you got bad luck with hosts. I was like, it, it appears that way, doesn't it? <laughs> so he and I are, we're, we're hanging out, we're chilling, we're, we're having a conversation, you know, back and forth. He's like, look, man, talk to so and so here and uh, gives me a name. I can't remember her name, honestly. Taylor. Taylor, Taylor yeah. Reach out to Taylor. Uh, I'm going to tell her you're coming. Everything. Where they're going to take care of you. You got a new host. She's young. She's not going anywhere for a while. You should be able to hold on to her. I'm like, cool. That's great. So the next day, we're getting ready. We're waking up and everything. We play. We play quite a bit later that evening. Oh yeah. That we, was we, your hand pay night too. Yeah. You got, you got the hand pay. Yeah. And I was just losing left and right. It was a but, really good day. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I was king minus everything I touched turned to gold. I yeah. was crushing it. It was great. It, it was awesome. And uh, so the next day, we're waking up. We're getting ready and everything. She's like, "Ah, oh, we'll come come over to Circle. We're gonna watch the games later. Hit me up." I'm like, "Sure." And we're getting ready. Rose is like, hey, did you get that email from the Circa host? I'm like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, host emailed me from Circa. Shows me the email. Already. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm your host for the Circa. Anything you need, reach out to me. Da, da, da. I'm like, I didn't get an email. <laughs> I'm playing through my junk folder and everything. I'm like, what the fuck? You got the hand thing. He was betting, you know, but I think because I lost more. It flagged right, like, I don't know. I did a little gambling. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, so I'm like, well, hell, reach out to her. If she's there, we'll go by and we'll say hey and all that stuff. And so she reached out and, yeah, I'm going to be here today. I said, well, we're coming over there anyways. And we'll, we'll say hi and everything. And so it, sets up and we end up meeting her like after a lunch break we sit down we're doing the introduction and oh yeah anything you need let me know and i'm like oh yeah or did you i asked ask? I, yeah. yeah i so i mean really she was great um, and uh so i asked her i said so are you you know my host for here or all the properties she's like i'll take care of you at all the properties i'm like well are you his host too and she's like um does he play so she's like, let me see your player's card. So I have my player's club card over, and she's all cracking into her computer, you know. All of a sudden, she looks at her screen, looks at us, says, you're on my account now. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so one of the last things I definitely wanted to include was our 80s story. Um, that one was good because that was our first time having a meal, but not only did we go into 80s, and you guys already knew about the brisket fried rice which scott of vital vegas just rants and raves about right. uh, he's right yeah it's it's really it's really legit but oh yeah not only did all three of us have it at the bar remember the couple that stumbled in at you know right about closing time and they were wasted right and they sat down yeah. <laughs> as soon as they sat down they looked at our stuff and they're like that looks good. I want that, right? Like, that was so funny. But I wanted to talk a little bit about 
when you paid. Not only did we argue again about you paying, <laughs> but when you did pay, what happened? So uh, we had food credit uh, from Circa Golden Gate, all that. So I was like, oh, come on, Jay, we'll go eat. And I got, I did comp, so it's not like I'm really paying for it, you know? So we get there and, you know, we get the bill and we paid for that all comp. And then I tipped. And then I think we wanted a round of drinks. Yeah, because I'm such a high roller and everything. All I had was a hundred. <laughs> this happens to me all the time. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, so all I had was a hundred. So I, you know, for like a four dollar cocktail. Uh, so I give her the hundred. She gives me the change back. And there's a fifty dollar bill in there. I was like, whoa, I'm not touching that. You need to fix that. She's like, what are you talking about? So there's a $50 bill in there. That's unlucky. I was like, nobody in casinos use $50 bills. And she's like, what are you talking about? So I'm like, Jay, back me up on this. It's unlucky to use a $50 bill. I don't know where it came from or what the deal was, but yeah, well, however, it's got this unlucky stigma to it. So I won't touch one. I won't put one in my bankroll. I won't use it in my tip money. I don't even allow it in the same zipper pouch that I carry my money from home to Vegas. And, you know, if someone gives me a 50 at the bank, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta break that or something. I'm not taking it with me. Yeah. So she's yeah. like, all right, weirdo. And no, I thought you yeah, just told you her to keep it because yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. want to touch it. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had to have that, that part. And that's what's. I may weird. have had a few. Is the superstition? Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I actually yeah. hated it. Maybe, maybe Jay should yeah. tell the story. Let, no. let his yeah. wife tell the real story. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he didn't want to touch it because. He was like, nope, that'll that'll taint everything. So he's like, no, no, you can keep it. You just keep the fifty dollar bill. So to all you waitresses out there, if you don't want, you know, if you, you want to get a really good tip, yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna touch it. I've never actually heard that. Yeah, it's a superstition I've that's well known. That. But fifties yeah. are bad luck, it, and what happens is, back in the old days, they say the mobsters, when they'd put somebody and bury them in the ground, they'd stick fifties in their pockets, insinuating they died. From something bad that they did so it was their run of bad luck that got them where they were so people when they go to vegas and gamblers who are all about superstitions they're all about not having 50s even when it comes out of the atms they'll break it right away like you just don't you don't have it because it brings bad mojo amongst your trip. Bad juju. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. never heard and, that before. Yeah. And it's so much like when we just were in Vegas when we met you the last time, um, my mother gave us an anniversary card with a $50 bill in it. We left that in the truck. It didn't touch any of our Vegas stuff. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't come with it. No. Not even in the same bag. Like it stayed. It stayed in Texas. We went. We went to Vegas. Non fifty dollars. That that fifty wasn't going on vacation. No, I wasn't. No, no. We'll, we'll break it somewhere. You know, we'll, we'll stop and get a soda at a gas station or something. It ain't coming to Vegas. I think we we just broke it like so last bad, week too. So bad that he didn't even bring it into the airport to start our trip off. No, like it was no, not. Yeah. It's not happening. That's awesome. No, I was in a parking garage. Yeah, so that's, that's a big crazy. one. Yeah, superstitions are a big one. It's, I've never heard the fifty dollar uh, bill story. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a popular one. That's totally awesome. unrelated. Most yeah, comfortable yeah. shirt I own, I think. By the way, like, I was going to say, soft. big shout out to Pat because he is wearing our Vegas confession <laughs> shirt right now. So oh, my God. Awesome. So, Most comfortable shirt I've ever owned. Like, you know what? If it was a sweatshirt, I would have had it on today, but it was not a sweatshirt. Yeah. So Wait till August when she's if, dying if you, of heat stroke. If you would yeah. make sweatshirts, she would have had a sweatshirt on. <laughs> But you Maybe. gotta make sweatshirts. Okay. Wait, 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 wait to start some other shit. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We start can always shit. we can always blame it on the man. We can always circle back. Yeah, exactly. We can always circle right. back. Yeah. 
You give her one mixed drink and look out. <laughs> you wanted me to drink. So let's talk point, about that. The yes. podcast, he's going to be like, that. Pat, yes. do it when your wife's working so right. she can't be on it. Yeah. Doesn't Rose have a work trip coming up where we can have a podcast? <laughs> let's talk about that so you mentioned that the last trip was when we started hanging out and we went to sand dollar right and rose you're a trooper because you tried a lot of the different drinks on the menu right you remember you started just cycling through i think i tried every one of them yeah it was it was pretty impressive and pretty jaw-dropping at the same time but i want to emphasize on what you guys mentioned especially you pat on the more she drinks, the more the accent came out. And that's what I oh, started yes. dying because it was never more true to that night. Because by the time of the night ended, oh my God, it was there so much. And it was fun as well. Oh, we were, we were straight out of nowhere, Texas at that point, boys. Well, I tell you what. So he told me, he was like, you have to start drinking because he wants to hear your country accent. I'm like, I don't have a country accent. He's like, oh yeah, you do. So he has been like, he's been giving me like drinks. So that way, apparently this country accent that doesn't come out is coming out. So I don't awesome. know. That's awesome. So when you guys go to Vegas for your yearly trips, do you guys find struggles with trying to find new stuff? And what does that look like for you? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I I tell you, the best part is I like Vegas so much that it's a year-round thing, you know. I so I've got an hour and a half commute to work, so yeah. I I load up the podcast. I you know I watch YouTube videos when I'm on the treadmill. I kind of keep up with the with the comings and goings of Vegas. Now, granted, if I have a real bad losing trip or something, I might take a month break, but then it's right back to it. You know, right. I get the itch and all that, and it all comes back. The worst so, thing that can happen is we have a really good winning trip because yeah. he's oh, ready yeah, to go yeah. back the next exactly. day. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that. I was like, we're seeing it happen that we have a winning trip. That's so I'm right. going to want to go back next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. when you guys are in Vegas, what are your favorite things to do that you would recommend people check out on their trips? It's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know. I like um, the Prince. I like it, the Prince show. We've seen that twice okay. now. Yeah. yeah. Prince tribute show. The tribute show. It's, so good. It's like going to a real Prince concert. That's awesome. We saw him at yeah. the D and then we saw him again at the Tropicana. Yeah, it was it was exactly to the day, too. Yeah, it was the, 10 years to the day that we saw that yeah. show. Yeah. Because that was the one I was telling you that those ladies were going so crazy because he looked just like Prince. Oh, and so I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. They ha- Pat was looked at me and he goes, they're going to have to clean the seats after the show because these ladies were, <laughs> oh, they were going crazy. Nuts. Like, nuts. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like we were going to show between a show between those yeah, ladies. Yeah, it was like, do I and, watch the stage or yeah. the crowd? It was and so good. The couple next to us, because, you know, he's on stage. He has these, like, you know, very attractive females come out in these, you know, nice uh-huh. outfits, you know. Yeah, it's a Prince show. It's you a know. Prince show, right? It's not a church service. We look over to our left and this guy is just smiling ear to ear when these chicks come out and we look over and his wife's arms folded, just rumpy, shooting just, the daggers at him. Like, daggers. Oh. oh, it was awesome. It was but, yeah. amazing. The, the Prince show is amazing. He was, yeah, I mean, it was really 10 good. years later, it still holds up. So that yeah. definitely. So if you ever felt one. like you missed out on seeing Prince live in concert, go uh, to Purple Rain uh, Tribute Show. I, I, I like Prince and I like like his songs and stuff, but I never like was a huge like music lover. So it was not too long ago, like a video came out, member of Prince and I'm like, babe, wasn't he gay? And he's like, no. And I'm like, are you sure? Do you see yeah, this video? Sure. You know, like, seeing me has makeup and he goes, 
he was not gay. I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. I didn't know. He was the one that all the women wanted. And what's really interesting, oh, yeah. you guys talk about the guy who does the Prince show now. He's really good. Like, he's been oh, yeah. at it so long that Prince came to his show one time to actually see him do the show and met up with him afterwards and was like, you're really, really good. He has the body movements, the gestures, the facial expressions. Everything. Everything yeah. to a T. Like, yep. I've never seen somebody so, what, what is the word I'm looking, so dedicated, know. yes, to yeah. a true. Oh, yeah, he had it, had it down great. In fact, while we were there, was it? His that, mother-in-law. One of the ex-mother-in-laws was there at the show, just yeah, like, cool. in awe. Yeah, Aww. like, it was really cool. Yeah, we, we refer to it like, oh, what are you guys going to do in here in Vegas? Oh, we're going to see Prince. They're like, you know he's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, but this guy is so close. It's like seeing Prince. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm glad you guys mentioned the show because we just started doing more shows. Right. And they are. They're a whole different level of entertainment. Like, there's the free stuff. There's, But shows are definitely a recommend. Uh, we, we just started diving into it, but I felt like we've been missing out for a long time. What did we do? Oh, yeah. We them. did two of them. We did. Yeah, we did Atomic Saloon. and did Atomic Saloon. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, we, uh, we always end up doing a show at least when we go there, if not one or yeah. two. Um, I took them to Blue Man Group. And that was a few so years good. ago, which yeah. is so funny that he says it's so good. Oh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, let's go see Blue Man Group. I've seen them like three times. I love them. I think they're great. I've seen them in Virginia and Boston and, you know, here. Okay. And uh, so it's like, let's go see them. He's like, how good can it be? They don't talk. They're just painted in blue and just stand there. I mean, he was like just beside himself, did not really want to go. <laughs> I'm a we, good husband, all right? You know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll dive on that yeah, sword. Trophy husband. 30 right? seconds of the show, I'm like, this is so great. I don't think you understand. Oh, my God. I've been waiting for this my whole life. It was like a teenage girl, just like right. total groupie. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. And then that one does have mixed reviews, so I'm glad you mentioned that one in particular because there are people that say yeah. it's bad. There's people that awesome. say it's good, and that they just yeah. love it. They've been around so long too. That's another one that's been at it forever in Vegas. So people know that I'm I'm all into Vegas. Like that's my thing. You know, pe some people are obsessed with Disney. Some people are obsessed with the Vegas is my thing. So when people ask me, "Oh, hey, I'm going to Vegas. What do you recommend?" I don't necessarily recommend things by name but i'll say oh you gotta you gotta see a show you gotta go have an experience like drinks at the top of the strat or something right expensive dinner even yeah. though happy may... hour at the strat have you guys ever done that that is yeah. just so awesome. oh level 108 yeah yeah so you go up there um and you get like happy hour which is i think like buy one i don't know it's Two for one. Uh, it's on their they website. Have different specials. Yeah. Yeah. If you use the Vegas Near Me app, it'll probably tell you. No, it's not a segue. <laughs> that is a great yes, drop. Wow. That is yeah. an wow. awesome drop. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Fuck. <laughs> you just moved up a level. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Now you're talking about uh, 108 drinks, right? The bar, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to be the level 108 yeah. lounge. Now it's yeah. 108 drinks or yeah. whatever. But they still got the bar up there. You go up, you find out whatever time sunset is. Yeah. And you go up, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, about 30, 45 minutes before sunset. You get the happy hour drink specials. There's small plate specials. So you get a little bit of food. They're really good too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the the food comes from top of the world restaurant. It's yeah. just so it's kind yeah. of dumbed yeah. down yeah. for happy hour. You got smaller yeah. plates. And then you get to watch all the hotels on the strip light up. 
That's, as the sun goes down. It's an amazing we went, up, we went up there for sunset. Remember, we yeah, just took right. pictures, but we didn't go right. into the to the drinks. We just No, we went straight up top. Yeah, yeah we went straight up top. Yeah. The observation yeah. But that sounds yeah. like That's what we did the first time until yeah. I figured out where the bar was. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of cool things that we do. Um Oscars Oscars has always been yeah. on Oscars, our list. Yeah. Um, we've done uh, Top of Binion's Steakhouse yeah. a few times too, which is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Was it last year we did Legacy Club? The, is that oh, the, yeah. Legacy, we did Legacy Club? Club. That was really, that's that that's is, a hell of a view. Yeah, it was. That's awesome. equivalent to the stratosphere, but downtown, because you can still see the strip mm-hmm. and you get that high up view above everything else downtown. It's great. Um, so let's do this. I want to min- I want to play something with you guys real quick. <laughs> oh, like yeah. To, we like Everyone's play... excited about this. Yeah, yeah. This is one of our favorite games here that we like to pick with people and play with them especially because everybody's different this is called bucket or fuck it obviously you guys are listeners you know how the game goes but if you're new to the podcast the premise of the game is bucket or fuck it bucket being something that would all be on your bucket list when you go back to vegas and fuck it being something you've done that was on your bucket list that you're like yeah you know what fuck it i wouldn't worry about doing it next time around or recommending it so you guys start off first. I'll say, have Kelly go before I do, and I'll go last. So what is your guys' buckets or fuck it? Rose, you go first. I want to see David Copperfield. I've never seen him. Oh, so. okay. That one's on my, that's on my bucket list. And then I think the Beatles. I don't want to see the Beatles. That's on my bucket <laughs> list. Like, it's not fair. I'm the one that doesn't like the Beatles. <laughs> so, well, that's funny. You mentioned David Copperfield. If I understand right, he does multiple shows daily. And yeah. one one of the longest running acts in Vegas. So and there's days where he does three four shows a day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wanted yeah. to see if he still is good as what I remember watching on the TV. I remember I him on the TV, and that's the only time I've seen him. And and he was impressive. Yeah, so. Like that was like the '90s. He was on mm-hmm. TV, and we're like, wow. still doing it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah so I want to kind of see is he really that good? Probably uh, especially comes. Cons- Compared to the other ones like Chris Angel and David Blaine, like Chris Angel's on his way out. Yeah. David Blaine, they said mixed reviews too. Yeah, like yeah. some people say it was a great show, and some people are like, eh. Yeah. Who was the magician we saw that we really liked? Dirk Arthur. He's not doing it anymore. Yeah. But he yeah. Just, like, when he had his big, his big cats and all that. Oh, oh God. It was so good. Well, Penn and Teller was really good too. Oh, yeah. Uh, they called him up on stage, which was pretty yeah. awesome. Really? Dude, yeah. so cool. So. At the time, I had an iPhone, which I don't have now. Because Android, <laughs> yeah, because so Android's so much better. <laughs> I think this one is I couldn't help but take that day. Anyway, so they asked, "Who in the audience has an iPhone?" I'm, I'm holding it up. So Teller comes over, he kind of looks. He's like, "All right, come on." So I go up on stage. And uh, they're like, you're going to get your picture next to uh, a Vegas icon, and we're going to take a video on your phone. So they haul out the Chris Angel statue, which is actually hilarious. <laughs> and they're taking this video of me and the Chris Angel statue, and they do a sleight of hand deal. And then um, they're like, oh, uh, your wife, she, she's got a special ringtone, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. All right, well, go ahead and call Patrick. And so she calls me, and the phone starts ringing <laughs> out in the audience. And there's this styrofoam container underneath one of the seats. So somebody takes this container, brings it up on stage. They open it up. There's a fish inside the container. They gut the fish and pull my phone out of it. No. It was incredible. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was really cool. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Doesn't it always make you like, how in the hell did they do that? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. And yeah. the best part is, they had my phone recording the whole time. 
So after the fact, I could see how they did it. No, that's it awesome. Was very cool. That we can't tell awesome. you that. I won't tell you. Yeah, no. the magician secret. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. That is. It awesome. was really neat. Yeah. And then you're especially one of the special ones because nobody else, you know, 90% of the population won't know how to do that. Right. Yeah. But you have it on video. Really cool. But all that greatness is gone because you're now in the Android <laughs> land. So screw you and the story. The memory will always live in our hearts. Right? <laughs> Until I, I get Alzheimer's, I'll be fine. So joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us and hanging out. I know we're all over the place with stories, but that's what I love about you guys the most. And I know you guys love hanging out, and I do too, but I can't emphasize enough on how special it is when I'm in Vegas and I get to hang out with folks like you guys. And you guys are like, hey, Jay, I'm in town for a couple of days. I want to meet up. Hell yes. And you guys are a big part in the reason. I love meeting up with people because you guys are so much fun. The stories are kick-ass. And you're just like us and super relatable on all levels. He did. He had so much fun because, like, that would be the first thing they got home. Like, what did you do? I hung out with Pat Rose. Oh my gosh, they're so funny. They told this story and this story. Oh my gosh, he had so much fun. So much fun. Honestly, in this episode, we only had like five topics, (laughs) notes. These guys keep popping up with so much more stories. Way over that. Yeah, that's what's awesome. Have fun editing. Pat, let's go with your bucket or fuck it. What would yours be? Okay, so bucket list is definitely a high angle sunset for the strip. And what I mean by that is whether it's Eiffel Tower, Mandalay Bay at the top, Stratosphere, Legacy Club, something like that. You at one point have to experience watching all the lights kick on of all the casinos. Because if you're a big Vegas softie like me at heart, that's the that's the coolest thing in the world to watch all that happen. As far as fuck it goes, I know this is controversial and I'm really sorry, but uh, Area 15, it has no appeal to me. Dude, don't feel bad. Listen, that's something, even the marketing team, when I met with them, they had the same thing. Like, it's hard for us to attract and hit a certain market of people because there's so much going on in the place. It can be overwhelming or people don't know where to start or go in the first place. I mean, how many times have we been? We've been a few times. Right. And there is some people are not into the what is the, yeah. the so, I live an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes from Austin. Like I've got all the weird I can handle. When I go to Vegas, I wanna drink, gamble, eat a nice dinner, stuff like that. You know, I do weird at home. It's not that hard. But yeah. <laughs> I will tell you though, if you go to the Eiffel Tower, it's a beautiful sunset. Don't ever go with this guy. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> okay, so I will admittedly say the best views are at the highest, right? So that's where you get your prettiest views. I'm terrified of heights. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'll let you tell the story because. So we go up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Grant, I'm kind of afraid of heights too, but when you're caged in like that, I'm pretty confident the Eiffel Tower is not going to fall down. <laughs> She's like terrified to come off the rail when we get up there. Like, like white like knuckle, whole cat on the, the wall, wall yeah. the whole thing. Like, dear God, I finally coaxed it her off. It was windy. It was windy. So it was yeah. moving on me and it was scary. It was not it. moving. It was windy. <laughs> so I finally get her about six inches off the rail. Like, she's I'm like stepping out of the like, elevator. Yeah. I'm 
Oh, this, this is all right. This is kind of cool. I go, oh god! And then she just boom, like they're like, oh, you asshole! Like a cat on the wall. Like I was so scared. I screamed so loud. Even the security, the security guard, guard was laughing. Was laughing at me. <laughs> oh my god! That's I've funny. never heard this story. This is what I'm fucking talking about. This is awesome. That's awesome. That now, is funny. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with you. When it comes to views, I mean, the Sky Bar at Waldorf Astoria, I mean, the, the up top place yeah. at Mandalay Bay Resorts World has one. You mentioned Strat Legacy. I mean, there's so many awesome spots to go and enjoy a sunset. To see the lights Absolutely. kick on at night yeah. and see it come to life, like, yeah, that's probably the best part. Um, Absolutely. What about you, Cal? List now. <laughs> what about you, Bucket or Fuck It? Um, Bucket list the next time we go. I think I would like to see one of the diva shows, nice. the drag queens. Okay, okay. Because because oh, yeah. I've never seen that, and they always play the top covers oh, of all the popular songs. They have such attitude to them. Yeah. And, oh yeah. I, I think that the would. Great Marina is supposed to be great. Yeah. I think that would be entertaining yeah. for me. Um, and there's like six of them, so there's a there's quite a bit <laughs> to choose from. Yeah. The fuck it list would be a lot of stuff on the strip, technically for me, because. The strip compared to downtown for me is almost a no-brainer anymore because walking yeah. walking on the strip and how far everything is apart, the yeah. traffic, the chaos, downtown is just kind of more my mode, kind of oh, yeah. just more manageable. You can hop place to place, more t my type of people, non-bougie, like people not looking at you going, oh my gosh, she doesn't have this on, she doesn't have this on. You can wear anything and fit in downtown. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, our, our trip coming up, that's one of the things I'm struggling with is, well, we're staying at Planet Hollywood, so what can we realistically access, you know, within a couple minutes? Right. Whereas if we're downtown, I know exactly, like, I've got the whole Fremont Street experience I can get into. Right. Whereas on the strip, it's kind of like, well, you know, I've got this and this, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's not like we can just hop on down to resorts world if we do we're gonna have to take an uber and then yeah. there's that and the traffic on the weekends and all you know so yeah it's, it's a different animal chaotic. for sure yeah the strip's getting more chaotic to me and not easier to maneuver yeah, yeah. but okay yeah. well i will say since you? you're at planet hollywood just don't remember don't forget to remember there's a lot of cheap eats there at the miracle mile oh yeah there's oh, the, absolutely yeah, yeah there's the uh the flights i mean Blondies yeah ocean one places. yeah you can't go wrong with yeah. um I'm, I'm definitely burning my diamond generator. I am not doing the pizza vending machine, though. No, don't do that. Yeah, we saw your video. Unless I'm nice. drunk at 2 a.m. Nice. Who the hell does pizza vending <laughs> yeah. machine videos? That's I mean, who the hell makes stupid. a video of it? Okay, okay. <laughs> <Maggie>. <laughs> Okay, backstory, side note. I still got to mention this in the podcast we recorded like, earlier, but... <laughs> I met Buddy V right on this recent trip, right? Yeah. I met him, talked to him. Hey, dude, love to get you on the podcast. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I heard he's a cool cat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's all off the table now because the, he saw the video. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't be coming on the podcast. So that's just out the window now. But yeah, that's apparently funny. he saw the thing. Podcast. So yeah. But you but, have to be honest. I mean, hey, whatever. Honest, honest is honest. honest. I mean, yeah. hey, it is you what it say is. It was 
bad. You just said it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, you know. So it, yeah, he just it's said, a two a.m. kind of machine right. pizza. What are you gonna get? The quality can only be so good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I just I thought it was funny. I'm like, well, I know whatever. I'm still putting the. I'd rather people. I mean, it's called Vegas Confessions, not Vegas Kiss Ass Podcast, right? Like we're, we're not. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that, no. right? I actually appreciate that you do that. I do. Yeah. yeah. So I love it. I thought it Even was... though I don't agree with the jelly donut thing, yeah. I mean, for us, Whatever, you're wrong. Rose, you need to learn you're how to let things you go. Know. What are you? <laughs> He's been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, okay. what about you? What's so, your bucket? Of- let's go. My bucket or fuck it. I think my bucket for the next trip is going to be the Cabinet of Curiosities and the Lock. I tried to visit it. This is the new speakeasy inside of Bally slash Horseshoe. And I try oh, to visit yeah. it. I don't know what it says. What's neat is it's its own speakeasy in the back. And so when you think of, okay, it's like a bar when you walk into, but they got this vault that's a door just like a bank, right? And in order to get in the back, you have to make reservations and stuff. Well, I had heard they just let you go back there. So everywhere I show up, I just kind of see if I can get in, right? Well, <laughs> this place just happened to be packed. It was a Sunday night. Oh, wow. It was packed inside. And they're, they're like, you can try to book a reservation online, scan the QR code on your phone at the door, and you can book straight through. Well, I realized there was no availability. So the bartender's like, oh, just call. So I called, picked up the phone. A guy answers in the back, and he's like, um, hey, I go, do you guys have availability? For one, they didn't. But basically, that's the premise. You go in, you say the password, you get the password from your booking and reservation. You then pick up the phone when you get in there, you call it in the back. They now know you know the password, and that's your reservation, and that's how they open up this vault door. Oh, that's cool. And oh, then we there's check like, that out. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like a tunnel or a hole that you have to go through and a code you got to crack just to enter the speakeasy. <laughs> and you can climb through wow. either a hole or go through this doorway that's pretty trippy, but a lot of cool things to see inside of this place like if you're sitting down and having a drink there's shit going on and hidden things inside of the pictures and the decorations and there's a lot of things around the inside that you have to keep an eye out for and there's clues around and different things that are going on throughout this place and it's really really neat but i didn't get to and then i think my next fuck it um that's got to be hard for you because know, you want to try so everything. Hard. Whether bad or good, he wants to try it. Buckets are hard. Yeah. Buckets are hard for me. Um, Buddy V's vending machine? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we found our really not coming yes. on the podcast. Yeah. Wow, no, yeah, no. Now he's really not coming on the podcast. <laughs> he already said he wasn't. let things go now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way downhill now. Yeah, guys, there's my fuck it for this episode. Yeah, he liked it, unliked it. So whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Kelly, no. what do you got for that drink? <laughs> that's Special. awesome. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, guys, thank you for spending some time with us this afternoon. This has been awesome, and you guys delivered more stories than we even had noted down. You guys are fucking awesome. A good time to hang out with. I look forward to seeing you guys in Vegas. Like I said, we'll plan to be there soon, and you know, on your next anniversary trip, we'll see you guys, and we're hanging out. It's, Super cool. it's, it's so funny how this all comes back full circle to just yeah. down-to-earth people, really people who just get the way we are 
how we are and just the way we carry ourselves. And that's what we seem to attract is people like yourselves who are so like minded that when we do get together, it's the funnest thing yeah. in the fucking world. Man. <laughs> I, I will say this, Jay and Kelly, thank you so much for having us yeah, on. It's, it's been a real pleasure and you know we were kind of nervous and everything and i equated it to the the first time i met you jay you know i was at the plaza and i'm like shit that's the vegas confessions guy <laughs> i'm not gonna bother him i don't need to be fucking i'm like go, go go talk to him, talk to him. <laughs> so i you know I'm, I'm pretty introverted which doesn't show at all on this because i'm hiding behind a computer <laughs> but uh you know I, i'm not the most outgoing person in the world but i say one of the best decisions I've ever made was to come up and strike a conversation up with you and just to start talking. It's really cool to, especially someone who's so into Vegas, like I am and you are, you know, to meet like-minded people and then to talk about the same things together, you know, Vegas isn't a dirty word in our little community, yeah. you know. I may be at work or somewhere else, be like, oh my God, you go to Vegas twice a year, more than that. I'm like, yeah, I, I like to gamble and stuff. What do you do for fun, you know? Yeah. It was really cool to meet you guys. It was, you know, I would recommend anybody who listens to the podcast or anything, if, if you're out and see him and you're not a crazy stalker or anything, it's it's really cool. If you cool are to, a crazy stalker, don't tell him. Right, yeah, yeah. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Hide it a little, you know, play your, play your cards close to your bed. Uh, no, <laughs> Just say you're another Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently you can hide behind me. So. That's great. But uh, honestly, that's it's, it's been great. It's it's been cool to you know meet and talk and, and hang out and, and meet other people like us. It's yeah, you awesome. guys are awesome. So thank y'all. I see why he had yeah. so much fun for so many nights. Yeah. Right. I know we we missed you, but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we hung out with him most of the trip that we were there. So yeah. Yeah, yeah guys, I, I I appreciate it more than you know. You guys are fun. Our type, our our, our literally our cup of tea, and so much fun to hang yeah, out. Here, but you're yeah. right, bro. Like all of this stuff, I opened up a lot more and should be the first one to attest to this not only when i met her but when i started doing the podcast i was the same way i didn't give a shit what people had going on i don't care what they got going on where they like to vacation but once i realized there was a big part of me that really took an interest in vegas and as soon as we mentioned the word to anybody even here locally it strikes conversation and it goes Absolutely, to its whole yeah. next level that yeah you're right though but sometimes you feel like you're the outsider or a weird person because you like vegas right but right. when we're there, we're like, man, we're in our fucking comfort zone right now. Right. So fuck right. what everybody yeah. else thinks. Every right. time we come down the escalator at McCarran, it's like, oh, we're home. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so awesome. two side points to that. One, I'm in my doctor's office the other day. And he's like, well, can we schedule this appointment? This, And I'm like, no, I'm going to be in Vegas. Oh, I just got back from there. I mean, just ultimately <laughs> strikes up a conversation, right? <laughs> Then we go to get pedicures and, you know, we're talking about Vegas and, you know, all the people doing our nails. Oh, you go to Vegas? You like to gamble? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) It does something. It's totally a different Uh type of community. And, uh, you know, but when we get together and we're on our trips and stuff, it takes it to the next level. So, again, guys, as, as a friend, as a listener, everything. Just I appreciate you guys as listeners and everything and all. Just for thank you, yeah. Thank you. Really yeah, thank you. It. Thank you so, no, thank you so awesome. much. This is gonna be fun. Good I'm gonna add you. this into this week's episode and enjoy Perfect. guys. I right, will thank, thank you. you so much. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, how much fun are they, babe? They were a blast. Man, they these guys, I, I swear, I can't wait to get back. And there's 
that's I can't it goes back full circle to what I say when you get to hang out with people on their trips and they're a part of your trip it makes it that much more fun that was a really fun chat with them and it just goes to show like the Vegas community yes. is so unique yes because and there really hasn't been people that we haven't met in Vegas and hung out with that we have not just become instant friends with no absolutely I agree my friends I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us this week this was a blast to do a fun chat I mean, we are always loving to chat with people who love chatting about Vegas and just the different perspectives, right? I think that's what's super unique. But again, huge shout out to Rose and Pat for coming on. Thank you so much, guys. Seriously, so much fun. And by all means, folks, if you guys find this stuff entertaining, the different stories and the different topics we talk about, definitely let us know on our Apple iTunes reviews. Let us know via social media. We look forward to hearing from you guys. We love your guys' feedback and we love meeting up with you guys the most. Hence, them coming on the podcast. Anytime we meet people we just gel with, we have to bring them on. And we've had plenty of friends on here. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can't reiterate how much fun this has been. If you guys are looking for more fun Vegas content, definitely check out the YouTube channel. There's been a shitload of videos going out. And there's a lot more stuff we have coming down the pipeline. We will catch up with you folks in a couple of weeks. And until next time. Cheers. Cheers.